how's everybody's memory in here? How's your memory? Yeah? Um, I I have a question for you. Um, What would you say is the worst thing for you to forget to remember? What's the worst thing for you to forget to remember? Anniversary. Yeah, that's 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 an important one. Wife's birthday. Yeah, definitely birthdays and anniversaries. What else? What's that? Multiplication facts. Okay, okay. Yeah, what else? Anything else? You'd say like passwords and some of those kind of things. You know, that's, that's definitely important. You know, forgetting those things. Uh, but I googled this question and I found some of my favorite answers. And uh, a couple of my favorite answers of the, the worst things to forget to remember. Uh, the first one was the Titans. The Titans, yeah, okay. That that took that took a couple of you way too long. Um, uh, another one would be that you're driving in the UK and not the US. You know, just knowing knowing all that stuff. Okay. Uh, another great one. Uh, hopefully, you'll get this one. Um, what you're going to say to the six finger man who killed your father? <laughs> yes, there you go. Uh, and then last, just because we're in Texas. Worst things to forget to remember, the Alamo. Definitely the Alamo. All right. Yep. Well, that phrase, don't forget to remember, has just been stuck in my head. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and uh, that, the, the host of that podcast mentioned that phrase, and it's just been kind of like reverberating in my head, just going back and forth. Uh, but it got me thinking about just how much stuff that if I just remembered, my life would be so very different. Uh, you know, after you've made the exact same mistake again for the umpteenth time, how clear are your thoughts in that moment of, man, I, I know better than that. I could have just, just done this or that or whatever. And just, and all, all of a sudden you're just having all these other thoughts. Uh, but maybe when you take that certain thing for granted again, or that certain person for granted again, just kind of, when, when all of a sudden your priorities just get way out of whack, they talk about how clear hindsight is and how um, uh, and maybe maybe 2020 has got you thinking a little differently. Maybe maybe you're approaching life differently with, a, with just a different outlook. Maybe you're just ready for 2021 because you're hopeful that it's just going to bring you something better. Right. Wherever you may be right now, I, I bet you have some things that you need to not forget to remember. Well, I, I definitely do not know what tomorrow holds, but there are a couple of thoughts that are going in, that are going into next year. God has just been showing me over and over again, putting, bringing back to my heart and mind, and he's giving me several things that he doesn't want me to forget to remember. And I don't know about you, but, I, I, but there are things that if, if you could just stop forgetting to remember, I know my life would be markedly different. And so I, I want to share these things with you and just see if, if they resonate with you as they have me. Um, one thing I noticed about myself even before this year is that like a lot of things, even before this year, I noticed it, but even 20, I think 2020 just kind of amplified me noticing it just kind of all of a sudden you start seeing it more and more. Um, but maybe you're like me and you start, you find yourself living for tomorrow and missing today. You ever get into that point? Uh, I sometimes find myself looking forward to, to the weekend to that vacation, the holiday coming up, or the new year. And, and sometimes, sometimes it makes it easy for me to miss what's right in front of me. Uh, living for tomorrow, uh, it might be okay if we knew that we had a long time on this earth. 
but we don't know how long we're going to be here. And maybe a global pandemic serves as a, as a reminder to us of that fact. Um, it says in James that yet you do not know what your life will uh, yet you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. You are just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. In Psalm 90, verse 12, it says, Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. I, I, I'm not talking YOLO here, okay? Maybe some of you know YOLO, right? I'm not talking about you, you, you only live once mentality. Well, well, yes, you do only get one life on this earth. The mentality often expressed with YOLO, it, it seems to be just taking risk and throwing caution to the wind. Often I've heard that mentioned and, and people end up, it leads more to bad decisions and, uh, and, and, and not realizing that choices have consequences. So if I'm not saying life is short, live it up, what, I am, what, what am I saying? I'm saying that I don't want to forget to remember to live in the moment, but with eternity in mind. You've talked to that person who's like completely like not there with you while you're talking to them. You're like sharing a story or you're asking a question and they, and they just couldn't be further from you. Instead, I want to be present. I, I want to be in the moment. The same way you know that per- person that's forever away from you, you've also talked to that person that's completely present with you, that's hanging on your every word, that just, is just right there. I mean, what kind of person do you want in front of you as you're sharing your heart or you're sharing your hurts or you're sharing your thoughts? What kind of person do you want to be? I, I think you understand just this whole idea of living in the moment and um, not being lost in tomorrow, but living in the moment with eternity in mind I think that requires some perspective. I believe that that perspective is given by relationship with Jesus. If you believe you live this life and there's just nothing after this life, then YOLO may be the way to go. But Jesus shows me that life is a vapor. You might read it a different way in James. It's a mist, but especially in comparison to eternity. Uh, Francis Chan shares, a, shares an illustration where he gets a, a long rope it kind of stretches out around and through his, through his church where he was given this message. And he puts a little piece of tape on the end. And he talks about how that little piece of tape represents our life and the rest of that rope represents eternity. But how often do I find myself living for the, for the tape rather than living for the rest of the rope? And it's kind of crazy to think about because the whole idea that this life, this little piece of tape that we call our life, that things that we do here... The, the, the person of Jesus that we can come to know, that that affects us for the rest of eternity. Yet so often I'm just living for the tape. I'm living for just this moment. I'm living for just what's right in front of me and, and, and missing all the other things that are going on. See, Jesus is eternal. He told us that we too could spend forever with him because of what he did on the cross. And so, um, so when I read in John chapter 9, verse 4, it says, As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. For night is coming when no one can work. This whole idea that this life has a point, and, and the point is Jesus. So knowing that there is not a purpose, uh, so knowing that there is now a purpose that goes beyond the day-to-day, the fact that life is short in the grand scheme of things also means that there's an urgency to the world knowing that this life has a point, and his name is Jesus. Definitely different than how the world may tell you to live, right? Um, Paul in Philippians would, um, would tell us 
to let the manner of our lives be worthy of the gospel of Christ. And I, I think that's the, the whole idea, that as we have that perspective of, of what this life is really about, it changes the way we, we live. It changes the way that we, we see things. Uh, he'd go on to remind us in chapter 3 that when we are followers of Jesus, our citizenship is actually in heaven. You'd read that in other places that, that Jesus says that we're strangers and aliens in this world. And I, I don't want to forget to remember that life is a vapor so that I must live in the moment. I don't want to forget to remember that I only get one shot at being the husband that I'm called to be, the father that I'm called to be. I don't, I don't want to forget to remember that I have a purpose with every day that I'm given. You have a purpose, too, with every day that you're given. Uh, don't, don't forget to remember that. The truth is that as, as I remember to live in the moment with eternity in mind, whether I do that or not, is made up of an unbelievable amount of small choices. Our life, who we are, what we are about, is the sum total of all the choices that we've made in life that have brought us up to this point. Sure, there are some things not in our control, but for the most part, who we are is made up of all the little things we choose each day and in response to life that makes us who we are. There are many things that we decide each day that may seem insignificant, right? You do a lot of little things, it, just, it kind of just seems like it doesn't really matter. But it's those countless little decisions that add up to a life. So another thing that God continues to remind me is to not forget that little choices make a big difference. They make a big difference. Uh, you know this, but if, if you're like me, I need to not forget to remember that, that remember this fact in the moment as I'm making those small decisions and choices. I can look back and I can see the accumulation of the way I had been eating for years and what it had done to my health. Uh, the same way that it was true that it was going to take a new accumulation of choices that are going to make any kind of lasting change in the opposite direction. Maybe you're like me and sometimes you get caught up in the wrong thoughts on this note. There are times when I, I eat really well for maybe two days and then I, it, I feel like it all of a sudden gives me permission to eat however I want to for another week, month, year. You know, anybody else been there? Yeah, Christmas, you feeling that? Yep. Um, uh, why I do that, I have no idea why, why we all do that. But th the truth is I cannot have one workout and it keep me set for the rest of the month or the rest of the week. It, it's one of these little things. Each, each day I make this choice that I have to get up and do this thing. So while I'm not forgetting to remember that little choices make a big difference, I also have a lot of little smaller things that I have to remind myself to not forget to remember. For me, I have to remember just how good it feels after a great workout. I have to remind myself in the moment when I don't want to get out of bed um, just how good it's going to feel when I finish, how good I'll feel throughout the day. But this goes way beyond health, I'd say. Um, I, I have to make little choices when I get home from a, from a, a day of work and I, and I have to choose to serve my, my wife and kids. Even when I'm tired, even when I've had a tough day. And, and guys, that's hard. I, I know it's hard. It's hard for you too. But I, I want to be in the moment and I want to choose to prioritize them with each little thing that I do. And, and, and the, the fact is, this adds up over time. This adds up and accumulates. And this is also true for our spiritual lives. I, I have to not forget to remember that a lot of little choices to spend time with Jesus each day can add up to significant time with our king of the universe. On a scale that I can't even express, it's, it's this whole God math thing. 
It's not as straightforward as me spending 10 minutes and I become this much holier or something like that. It's not, it's not that whole thing. Um, I, I do know that a little bit of time, stealing a moment here and there to read or to pray, gives dividends far beyond the time that I put in. And, it, it, it's, and why is that? It's because our God is generous. He blesses far beyond, beyond what we could even imagine. Sometimes I get caught up, and maybe, maybe you're like this too. Sometimes I get caught up in the thought that I can't spend an hour with Jesus right now. I can't, I can't spend an hour reading or praying. So, so I end up spending no time with him. Why do I do that? Um, may I not forget to remember that every little choice to read, to pray, just to center myself in Jesus adds up. It's not about punching a clock when it comes to Jesus. It's not about, um, it, it comes down to knowing him, to knowing him. That, that maybe we could just get a glimpse of what Paul's talking about in Philippians chapter 3, where he says, Indeed, I count everything as lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I might gain Christ. May I not forget to remember to live in the moment with eternity in mind and that little choices make a big, big difference. The last thing I want to share with you this morning uh, has been something that's been on my mind also for just several weeks now. And um, the Lord's bringing this, this prayer to my mind. It's basically, um, it, it's this whole idea that he keeps reminding me of just the heart of Jesus. And it, it comes in this little phrase. It, the phrase is that Jesus gives invitation, not obligation. Jesus gives invitation, not obligation. And, and um, when I look at Paul's life, I think he saw that spending time with Jesus was needed to make it through day by day. He needed that. And I, I think the same is true for us. Paul saw that Jesus wasn't inviting him to change the direction of his life while he was Saul on the road to Damascus uh, out of obligation. Jesus could, he, I mean, he could come to you and me and say, um, look at all that I've done. Do you know who I am? Uh, you should be doing this, this or that. But instead, Jesus gives invitation to you and to me. He invites you to know him. He invites you to know who he is. Come and see a glimpse of his heart. Come and see the way he loves you. Come and see uh, all that he, he's doing all around you that we, we miss sometimes. I don't want to forget to remember that Jesus gives invitation and not obligation. Sometimes I respond to him or I do things because I feel like I have to. You ever been in that, in that picture? Um, if I love my wife because I have to, does that sound like it's going to be the recipe for intimacy and deep connection? Probably not. Um, but, but Jesus gives invitation, not obligation. Why, why is it that so often when we're telling people about Jesus, we sometimes we push the obligation instead of showing them the invitation? M maybe you're forgetting this fact that Jesus gives invitation and not obligation. I think this is something that people around you need to know. You don't fall in love out of obligation. You don't. This, this, is, uh, this is why we read. This is why we study. This is why we pray. To see the heart of Jesus and who he really is. So that maybe, just like we read a second ago in Philippians chapter 3, we can see, indeed, I count everything as lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Now, does that sound to you like Paul is responding to Jesus out of obligation or invitation? 
To me, I, I just see it as invitation. So as you go into 2021, I'd invite you to not forget to remember some of these things with me as well. I don't want to forget to remember to live in the moment with eternity in mind. I don't want to forget to remember that little choices make a big difference. And I don't want to forget to remember that Jesus gives invitation and not obligation. May the Lord put more things on your heart. If he's, he's probably telling you countless other things, just like he's working with me, of things he wants you to remember and to not forget. As he, as he reminds you those things, whatever those things are, make those little choices to be able to say, man, um, I've got to put these things in my life to, to be able to show that I'm going to live a different way this year. I'm going, to, I'm going to walk in a different path that's closer to Jesus, relying on him for every step, because that's, that's really what it is. And if um, you'd like to know more about this Jesus, if you don't know this Jesus who's giving you this invitation, come and talk to me today. Come and talk to somebody you know that follows Jesus. I'd invite you to do that this morning. Let's pray. Father God, I, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for the season of Christmas and all that that means. That you have come to earth that we could know you, that we could spend forever with you. Just how big that is, God, that fact. May we, um, as we walk into 2021, as we, uh, as we see what this new year will hold, may we not miss the fact that you've got us in the palm of your hand, that you love us in a way we can't even realize. May we just rest in you, God, and may you be our hope. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.